1: You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.
2: Mixed Martial Arts. Mixed Martial Arts. Derek Lewis would definitely not be mixing the martial arts.
1: All right, I mean, not a bad. I, I was I was getting fired up. The ending—you didn't stick the landing, Casey—but well, that's I, okay. I am
2: trying to change it up. You know, it's not—it's not the biggest—it's not the biggest fight card, so you know, spice it up. You know. Urgh. Yes.
1: Yes. This card, UFC Vegas 65, is uh, my best friend Alexander Kaylee likes to say. It's a card. There will be fights happening, and the main event—a very popular, dangerous Derek Lewis looking to slow down the surge of Sergey Spivak. And try to get back in the win column. The UFC 281 hangover is real, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the UFC Vegas 65 live preview show here on MDFighting.com. I am Mike Keck, being joined by the aforementioned best friend, Prince of Positivity, Alexander
0: Kaylee. Hi, AK. Oh, hey, guys. Um, I was trying to come up with a poll, and I was struggling. Uh, but there is a poll up now in the chat. It's not the most scintillating poll I've ever made. Does a loss to Sergey Spivak knock Derek Lewis out of the top 10? You can tell I'm really enthused about uh, this weekend's card, Mike.
1: I hear the horns. I hear the horns. All right. Oh, well, that helped. Best. Well, let's start with the question everybody is here for once they saw you. Tagged in the tweet, AK. The gymnastic score. It's oh. gymnastic score time. UFC Vegas sixty-five. Look, this card is not good in, in terms of stakes. Now, are the matchups alone going to be fun and entertaining? There's a very good chance that like nine nine of these fights could be a lot of fun. They don't matter at all. The main. Like you can make a strong case that the highest stakes fight on this entire card is a prelim fight in the women's flyweight division between Jennifer Maya and Marina Morose. That fight, in terms of stakes and rankings and title discussion, there is more on the line in that fight than even in the main event. So while I think this early afternoon MMA card will be a fun watch and there are worse things to do on a Saturday in terms of what these fighters are actually competing for in terms of stakes, not a lot here, AK, is there?
0: Seven, seven, Mike. That's my uh, gymnastic score. Uh, I think it'd be very hard for a UFC card to go below seven. I think if a a UFC card goes below seven, I mean, we're talking like, like all time, like terrible lineup. Um, Expectations should be pretty low, which can be a good thing sometimes. As you said, we're probably gonna end up having a good time. Like, I actually like uh, a lot of the matchups, even if they're not like big names. Um, we'll get to, again, sort of low-key bangers. But something like like a Kevin Ativi dad of Ricky Tercios. If that was like uh, LFA headliner, I'd be super jazzed about it. I'd be like, oh, man, LFA has a frigging killer headliner like this weekend. You can catch it on USC Fight Pass, like Kevin Ativi dad and Ricky Tercios. Um, So it's I, it's all a matter of perspective, right? It all depends how you look at it. If, if you look at it, the right, I think Vince Morales, Miles John's a great fight. um, Demopolis, Olivera could be really fun. The undercard, it, it, it has... Then I, I wouldn't quite say prospects because a lot of these fires, I wouldn't say necessarily prospects. Some of them have experience. Some of them are a little up there in age, um, like real life age, if not you know combat sports years. And yeah, it would be a I, – I, I would I would be giving you a really hard sell if I was telling you like well. You know, Teresa Bleda could be fighting for the UFC uh, flyweight title someday. It's not to say she can't. Um, she's looked really good in her in her career so far. But, like, for me to give you, like, to say confidently that that would happen would be, again, I'm, I'd be selling you a bill of goods. I'd be kind of doing the UFC's job for them and trying to maybe make more of these fights than they are. But but as far as, like, level of competition goes, I do think they match these people up pretty well, pretty evenly, um, which is why I'm going with seven. I mean, that's not a super exciting thing. The main card has a lot of potential for finishes. I wouldn't be surprised to see four out of five of these fights end in a finish, possibly all five. Um, but the one that wouldn't Fialio Salakad could just be an amazing, like, fight in the night type battle. So I'm talking myself into it, Mike, but about seven is about as high as I'm going to go. If, if everything goes as, uh, you know, Better than according to plan. Again, we got a bunch of finishes, exciting fights. Then, like you said, we'll remember this is a fun card, um, but also the one that happened after 281, pretty much.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. There's just not a ton on the line here. So let's talk about the main event because Derek Lewis fighting Sergey Spivak. And in the meritocratic world of mixed martial arts, rankings where these guys both are right now, streak against streak, This fight makes a ton of sense. It makes sense from a meritocratic perspective. It's just weird to see Derek Lewis and Sergey Spivak on a poster. Okay. It just, it just, is this where we're at with Derek Lewis? Like no disrespect to Sergey (laughs) Spivak, but I didn't, did, did, was this fight on your bingo card in January that we were going to see Derek Lewis and Sergey Spivak in a main event fight in November? Did you like? I could have never picked picked this one out and put it on any kind of a bingo card. Even just like messing around, throwing darts, Not, the darts wouldn't have landed on these two guys fighting each other.
0: Well, we'll have to go back to our one of our bold predictions podcasts, and I can see if any of us said uh, by the end of the year. Let me tell you something: Derek Lewis and Sergei Spivak will be headlining a show. Uh, I don't think I don't recall. I think I'd remember that if one of us had mentioned an episode. But uh, if one of us nailed it, it's pretty fantastic yeah for some perspective you're right mike this is Derek lewis's ninth ufc main event that's counting pay-per-views uh for CK spivak his first so it does look like a bit of an odd that's might be why it looks sounds so odd like you said to kind of see them on a poster to see um lewis's name across from his at the top of a marquee because lewis we're more than used to spivak it, it is his first time um he kind of got lost in the shuffle in the last 18 months when we were talking about like Tom Aspinall and Chris Dacus and, uh, Alexander Romanov. He didn't really, he didn't really get put in that bunch and, and perhaps rightfully so, you know, I'm not saying we like overlooked him, but he's a, he, for, he is a heavyweight under 30 who's actually having success in the UFC. So, you know, maybe should be getting some shine, uh, five in one in his past six fights that might surprise people, uh, that's that's kind of the issue here, right? Is I can run all these facts by you, and pretty much every fact I run by, unless you're, you know, one of these brilliant uh, MMA fighting viewers, one of our regular hardcore fans, um, you'd be like, oh, really? Oh, he has this many finishes in the UFC. He's beaten Alexei Linick. He has again, he's five and one. Um, he's gone a two fight win streak. It, it just people just don't know uh maybe and, and me listen maybe this is his chance he gets back to Derek lewis maybe he gets past Derek lewis excuse me maybe does a, a hanato moicano type you know uh shocking profanity lace promo and we're talking about more than just being on a win streak you know we're talking about him being a real heavyweight contender come monday morning but it's a long shot again for the positivity here i'm hoping we see something like that uh if not you know uh, it could be some classic Derek lewis performance so there's there's a lot of positive outcomes that come out of this, even if we're not like super jazzed about it. And there's not so many like obviously compelling storylines going in.
1: Right now, the betting line Sergei Spivak minus 200. The comeback on Derek Lewis is plus 170. Pretty sizable underdog for Derek Lewis. So oh, that, like that. kind of isn't that crazy? Wow. Look at look at where he where we've come. But Derek Lewis, obviously, he's been finished in three of his last four. The Cyril gone fight we knew was a really tough matchup for him. He bounced back with the win over Chris Dacus to end last year, then gets finished by Tai Tuivas in a fight he was looking pretty good in in the first round and then got finished in under a minute by Sergey Pavlovich, AK. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. is this do or die for Derek Lewis? Like, I, I understand he's a popular guy. I'm not saying do or die in terms of like employments because the UFC, he's not going to get cut because no. everyone loves the guy and he's so fun to watch and so fun to watch fight. But in terms of his fights and maybe he doesn't need this, but in terms of his fights, having like significant meaning in this division, is this do or die for him?
0: I don't, I don't know. Cause I think there will always be uh streaking sort of up and coming heavyweights to put him up against in, in that sense. But also, yeah, is he just becoming a number to take? So like I said, the poll I threw out there is, I, I wrote it very carefully, you know, does a loss to Sergey Spivak knock Derek Lewis out of the top 10? Because I think a win certainly puts Spivak in the top 10. That's for sure. He's, he's going to at least take Derek Lewis to spot, probably land around somewhere 7, 8, 9, depending how you do your rankings at home. Um, but will does that, does it send, again, we have Lewis currently at 7. So does a loss to Spivak send him tumbling all the way from 7 to the, to you know, 11, 12, uh, the 11, 12 range? Uh, I, I would think not out of the rankings altogether because he does have wins over some of these guys so just by mma math he's going to stay ahead of them but maybe he drops below alexander volkov who he's beaten but i don't know maybe, maybe you know when you're on a three-fight losing streak you 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 drop below him just by by default uh maybe he drops below i had the rank he drops below uh, martin tabura i don't know it, it, it is possible again another guy's beaten but many years ago tabura you could argue has maybe had a little bit more success recently um Ryan Bader, Ryan Bader, who, you know, we know is going to fight Fedor. Uh, we, we know that. I was going to fight Fedor in February. Maybe you drop Derek Lewis below him. I don't know. I, I probably won't. I think even if Derek, loses, uh, Derek Lewis, excuse me, loses to Spivak, I give Spivak his spot. I probably just bump Derek Lewis down one. But I can see a lot of people looking at this three-fight losing streak, looking at his age, looking at, you know, who has he really beaten, um, you know, over the last few years. I, again, Curtis Blade's still a great win, but I don't know. People might want to nitpick the other victories. I might drop him out. I, I certainly wouldn't, but Mike, I don't know. I don't know where you are with that. Do you see yourself? Uh, he's taking a big hit with the loss of Spivak, especially if he like gets finished or just looks just looks really bad.
1: What does a win for Sergey Spivak do for him? Do you like? Do you consider him a, a major threat in this division? Do, do you look at him that way? Like this is a this is a big win. We could build on this. He's two or th- he's a couple wins away from fighting for the belt. Are we looking at him in that way? If he goes out there and. Does what the the betting lines are suggesting? He's going to go out there and win, take Derek down a bunch of times, maybe get a late finish. Like what happens then?
0: Again, I think he needs to like show. I'm not saying he doesn't have personality. I think he needs to show more of an overt personality. You know, that kind of personality that UFC likes that boisterous, on the mic, loud, you know, guy. That that's we again. I had I I, I hate to keep bringing up Moicano, but boy, that's one of the guys we were talking about so much coming out of this past weekend, just because. Mo- Moikano wants money. He's got a catchphrase now. I don't know if Sergei <laughs> Spivak can come up with something like that because because his resume will be, again, like I said, super strong. I, I know he. this is his first – I think this is his first top 10 guy. Yeah, he fought Aspinall and lost. So if he beats Lewis, again, his top 10 guy, two-time heavyweight title contender, um, it will be three straight wins, six out of seven. How do you not start putting him into that title conversation? And yet – because of what we said about this main event it's again it's a card that just doesn't have a lot of buzz he could finish Derek lewis and you feel like a lot of people just are not going to be tuning in to watch it live i'm going to be very interested to see you know we put together kind of fighter reactions during a card i really want to see which fighters are, are tuned in will it get are there going to be a lot of people at least watching the main event and kind of being you know blown away of spivak um managed to, to to take out Derek lewis i'm very curious that gives me like a little because when i see the fighter reactions it gives me a little bit of a gauge if there's like a broader, you know, if, if, if fans in general are at least kind of cluing in. But this win could come and go. Even even given the name that he's fighting, this win could come and go. And you feel like he's got to be at least, even after this, two wins away from even a number one contender's contender. What I'm saying is I would be shocked if we're talking about Sergei Spivak. In like competing for a world title in in uh, twenty twenty three, so people, you can clip that. Maybe I am going to sound dumb. Maybe Spivak just isn't is, is peaking and just starts running through dudes in his next couple of fights. I, but I, I just don't see it happening.
1: Well, listen, this is his big chance because they gave him a pretty solid opportunity a while back. And if you are on to the next one, listeners, for the last couple of years, I have not let Sergey Spivak forget that performance against Alexio Olenek because that was just not good. It was a win, but that was his chance to just go out there and just beat the brakes off this man. He couldn't do it. And I felt like that loss really hurt him. And then he gets thrown in there with Tommy Aspinall next. So we know how that went. And then gets Greg Hardy, gets him out of there. Augusto Sakai gets him out of there. But now he takes on the Black Beast, Derek Lewis. And what's the whole thing about this fight, and we'll get to picks in a matter of moments, I just don't know what either of these guys are fighting for. It's just... Such a strange main event. Like it makes sense in the division, but I just have no idea what these guys are actually fighting for. So, with that said, AK, what is your prediction? Does Derek Lewis get back on track or does Sergey Spivak pick up the biggest win of his career against a former title challenger?
0: Yeah, listen, I hate to like kind of make our whole conversation moot. You know, a lot of it has been revolving around what if Spivak wins and what does it mean for Derek Lewis to lose, et cetera. But I think the Black Beast pulls this one off. Here's the kind of fighters that Derek loses. Uh, Derek Lewis, I've said this so many messed up so many times today. Here's the kind of fighters that Derek Lewis loses to. Uh okay, let's look at Sir, okay. Uh let me it Guys who are like athletically, like vastly athletically superior, he's gonna lose to. That's that's your Sergei Pavlovich's, that's your your Cyle Guns. Guys that are like really technically superior strikers. I mean, I'd put Volkov in there, and Volkov was beating him for like the entire fight before getting, you know, uh, just hammered in the last round. Uh, but I would put, I would put um uh, cito in there as well and then dos santos you know guys who can just kind of pick pick Derek lewis apart um and then uh guys that are like daniel cormier if you're daniel cormier you're probably going to beat Derek lewis so those are the guys he loses to athletically superior um technically superior or if you're daniel cormier Taito to of us, i will say it was like a coin toss it's like two guys who are just masters of swanging and banging so it could i really feel like that one could have gone either way um but yeah those are the guys, and guys he loses to sergey powler doesn't really fall into any of those categories i don't think he's that much better of an athlete than Derek Lewis. Uh, he's certainly not a, a powerhouse puncher. Um, most of his finishes again are he's you know he's a good grappler, take him down, ground and pound. Uh, and as we know with Derek Lewis, he doesn't believe that jujitsu or any of that stuff works, so he's just going to get back up. Um, I see him taking damage for sure. I see it being a tough fight, but I don't know Spivak has the tools to keep him down. And in the standup, I again I just don't think he has that um, that kind of one that kind of one shot threatening power, um, that's going to keep Derek Lewis honest. So Derek Lewis had some bad luck. Uh, the Pavlovich stoppage again, you know, didn't look good. People are still contested. People, hopefully he doesn't end up in a situation like that again. Um, and as long as again, I think there's no weirdness, uh, black beast by knockout, man.
1: I'm with you AK. I, I just, this thing just screams Derek Lewis knockout to me. I think Spivak might be able to get him down at, at some point, but Derek Lewis is Derek Lewis, and he will just find a strangely non-technical way to just power himself back to his feet, and that's where Derek Lewis is the most dangerous. You seem like if you get him down, you're feeling pretty confident in yourself, and then Derek just hulks his way back up, and then you can just see the confidence just leave the opponent's bodies. They just whisk up into the rafters, and then Derek lands the big shot. So I'm going Derek Lewis. I'm going back to old-school mythical Derek Lewis. Second round... KO, TKO, I think he gets Sergei out of there. I think Sergei gets a little frustrated and then he just gets hit with the big shot and gets put to sleep and Derek Lewis gets the upset win, at least with the betting odds, but I, I'm i kind of shocked that Spivak is the favorite in this fight, considering the the the, the styles and stuff. And if you're looking at this from a betting perspective, I know Derek Lewis is, is plus money. On the money line, but Derek Lewis by where is it? Derek Lewis by knockout is plus two fifteen. So you might as well just take the extra juice if we get to throw some money on the Black Beast. So that's the main event. The co-main event, we have Iwan Kuchalaba versus Kennedy Jachuku. Okay. did you see the face off between these guys? Iwan Kuchalaba, what have you done with this man? Yeah. What, he's very very nice. He's offered hugs. He it got and awkward. Shakes and smiles. Yeah. The hug was is, not nailed, weird.
0: though. The hug was awkward.
1: I mean, this is, it was like his first hug in a way, and maybe in his entire career. He,
0: he went for the hug. Kennedy thought, well, he went to put an arm around him so they could do, I think, like a shared, a shared, like, pose with the, with the, you know, to the cameras. And I think Kennedy thought, oh, he's going in for a full, like, you know, come in for the real thing hug. And he kind of like turns towards him and then yawn, yawns, like, turning back towards the cameras and you guys can see the clip it's on it's on uh you know usc social media or wherever it's everywhere um it's a little awkward it's a little awkward but I, I guess we can all be happier that it is maybe uh a different side of of uh you kutalaba we do see a lot of theatrics we've seen him paint his whole body green um i guess he wouldn't do that he could really have that opportunity here because there's no ceremonial weigh-ins they did the face-offs right after um the official weigh-ins this morning uh but yeah we Maybe we are getting a kinder, gentler, more mature uh, Iwan Kutalaba, and uh, people can decide for themselves whether that's a good thing or not.
1: Should be an interesting fight. Do we get crazy Iwan or do we get Diwan Kutalaba? We shall see. Kennedy and Anshichuk was pretty much grown up in the UFC, so we'll see what kind of steps he has taken. Chase Sherman, Waldo Cortez Acosta. Going down at a heavyweight bout, Muslim Salakoff, Andre Fialio should be fun. And then the so main card kicks off with uh, Jack Della Maddalena taking on Danny Roberts. So, which main card fight outside of the main event, AK? Is it a fighter, a fight, storyline, this main card that, that you're zeroed in on outside of this main event?
0: I love any fight with Andre Fialio. This is his uh, fifth UFC appearance of the year, by the way. Uh, he's two crazy. and two so far. It's And, and it's crazy that for me that he's two and two, because I could see a lot of guys who are like, oh, they've three and zero. you know, they're on a win streak. They're like, yeah, I want to get back in there as soon as possible. This guy's like, this guy loses fight. He's gotten knocked out. He's gotten knocked out by Jake Matthews. And he's like, you know what? I still want to go back in there. I'm good. I have no non brain related injuries. I, I, you know, I'm I, whatever my, his knees are fine. He has no broken hands, nothing. No busted up shoulders. So he's like, put me in there, book me. Um, so yes, this is his fifth fight of the year. Uh, he fought three times in a span of seven weeks. I think it was like forty. I'm just forty six days. Uh, so this guy's crazy and very fun. But I will, I will say, um, let's go with let's go with a little bit of a sort of contender watch here. Uh, Jack Della Madalena, like um, I think you're very high on this guy. He's just he's kind of got that X factor. He's kind of got that that you know that KO power that you just can't i mean it certainly can be taught but you also got to just have it like you there's you got to have a certain acumen for it this guy just this guy just hits like throws bombs i mean when jack della la lands like he is he is out there to ko every time and so far has been as advertised in the ufc i think danny roberts is the perfect matchup for him with respect to danny roberts um he does find himself on the wrong ends of highlight reels every now and then and uh that could be the case with uh with Jack Delamadalena. So, even you know, he's a huge underdog, hey, Danny Roberts, prove me wrong, prove us all wrong, but I'm definitely got my eye on that um, main card opener to, to produce a highlight for uh, the Australian.
1: Yeah, I think that's the correct answer. And I think Danny Roberts is a great opponent here for the reasons you just mentioned. As Jed likes to say, it's very important to be able to win impressively, but it's almost equally as important to lose impressively. And Danny Roberts can do both and, and do both uh, pretty well, but he's a massive underdog danny's fun i think danny's gonna get in his face be a nice test for jack and the goal with this fight is to make sure that jack can go out look good style a little bit get a quick finish and be able to turn right back around and fight in perth in february since he's already essentially being advertised for that card yet he's gonna to fight tomorrow but he needs to go out there and, and, and take care of business i like this fight uh very high on this guy he's like 26 so he's not even Getting into his athletic prime for another couple of years, so definitely somebody to keep an eye on at 170 pounds. Low key banger, AK. What's the low key banger? We we're diving a little deeper, diving into the prelim pool. What are we looking at? Is there a fighter you're watching? Is there I a mean- fight?
0: <laughs> I got I got a shout out. Again, I said it, I just you know I, I hinted at it at the top of the show. I got a shout out Kevin Natividad and Ricky Tercios. I mean, Kevin Natividad has not had a lot of luck um in the UFC, but um before the UFC, he's a lot of highlights, big knockouts, and Ricky Tercios, just the the character from uh the ultimate fighter. I don't know how good he is, I'll be honest with you. He's owned, he won the ultimate fighter and then lost his first uh post tough fight. That's fine. But he's a real personality, man. He's a real guy like you know, I don't know if the card starts until uh, t- the Saturday's card starts until that Ricky Tercios fight comes on. With respect to some of the names coming on before, I think Vanessa Demopoulos again, a lot of star power there. Uh, actually, as is her opponent, Maria Olivera. So that, that matchup might be what piques people's interest at first, but I think it's really going to get going when Ricky and Kevin get in there. Cause uh, Tercios is just the new age, the new age Diego Sanchez. I know that's a that's a lofty comparison to live up to, but boy, I just love his personality. Um I think he's I think he's better than he than he showed in that Eamon zahabi fight. Uh, and I think he gets back on the winning track here. Uh, and if not, you know, maybe it's Kevin Natividad who gets off the Schneid and gets his first UFC win. So good matchmaking here. I hope. Um I assume Tercios has a bit of a longer leash than Natividad just because from winning the ultimate fighter, but I hope neither man's job is necessarily in jeopardy because I think this could turn out to be a really fun fight uh possibly steal the show possibly win fight of the night award and or uh, or at the very least we might get some ricky tercios related just like weirdness that we'll be talking about um after this weekend
1: yeah hmm. i mean my morose that's the easy pick so John more I like miles john's no longer with fortis mma which is kind of strange because he's been kind of one of the captains of the ship over there for a while, but he's moved, uh, he's got James Krause in his corner. I used to work at a Gloria MMA. So we'll see what what kind of difference that makes. I'm actually, I'm actually really interested in the first fight of the card. Natalia Silva, who became kind of a, a breakthrough fighter to watch, coming back and fighting Jazz and Jazz DeVizius, who is just a big athletic 125-er. So what does the UFC do? Hey, you looked so so good against a a big, strong, athletic 125-er. Let's throw you in there with an even bigger, stronger, more athletic 125-er. And that's exactly what she's getting with Teresa Bleda, who 15-0 total, that includes a 9-0 AMI run. She's 6-0 as a pro. She's fought really good competition. And this woman is 5'9 and has a 71-inch reach in the women's flyweight division. You don't see a lot of fighters having that in the women's flyweight division. So, Natalia. Silva... Impressed the hell out of me in that fight with Jasmine Jastavisius. Teresa Blada deserves this opportunity to get her shot at the UFC. So these two are going to get after it, and it's going to be a fun way to kick off the card. So don't miss it. 1 p.m. Eastern, that's when the card starts. Early day MMA, and I think it's going to kick off with a fun one between these two women, AK.
0: Blada's 20 years old. She's 20. 20 years old, 6-0 is a pro, 9-0 is an amateur. So she's riding a a 15-fight that's 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 a nice number to have next to your name going into your first UFC fight.
1: Yeah, and there's no five and twenty twos on her record. There's no zero and sevens on her record. All legit people, all legit fighters that she's been in there with. All with winning records. All pretty prevalent names over there. Um, she's been in there with some good with some good fighters, man. Should be a fun scrap. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Wow. All right. I'm looking at her combined, Her, if, I, if my mental arithmetic here is correct, her last four opponents, the combined record, 43 and 11. 43, 11, and 2. That's really good for, yeah. again, for, a you know, that we've, we've seen a lot of people come in with like 7-0, 8-0, 9-0 records into the UFC or into any promotion, into Bellator or PFL. And then you look at their sort of who they've beaten and you're like, oh, it's like, oh, they're in that like two fights ago, they beat a, they beat a 1-15 and person. And it's like... that's 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 it okay I'm listening Mike I'm
1: listening yeah she looked good on the contender series and almost got a finish in that fight and then had first round finishes the two previous fights so she's fun and Silva's fun let's see what they can do to kick off this card okay let's go uh, to the peeps I mean look like I said love to sit here and just break down all sorts of storylines but there just aren't a ton of them on this card this is just gonna be a fun cool watch this is uh we're knocking on the door to the holiday season and we're just going to watch a bunch of fun fights that just for fights, just for the second half of the paycheck, which is the worst things we could do on a Saturday, right, Casey?
2: Yeah, I'll go, I'll just, yeah, there, there are, yeah, <laughs> technically there are worse things, yes. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, yeah. By the we're, way, yeah. we're, we're watching adults. 70, we're, yeah, watching adults beat each other up for money. That's that's yeah, that's fine. Yeah,
0: Seventy-three percent of our voters. Uh, a lot of people chimed in too. Seventy-three percent of our voters say yes. A loss to uh, Sergey Spivak knocks Derek Lewis out of the top ten of the heavyweight rankings. My goodness, what have you
2: done where, for me lately, eh? Where do we have him ranked? We have him ranked seven. At number
0: seven. Seven. He's in there.
2: Like he's, he's not like seven, eight. He's not like eight. Or, he's not like nine. He's like nine, eight, or nine. He's seven. And we don't have – yeah, and um, Spivak isn't in, even in our top 15. No. Spivak's not even a
0: – oh, he is a FARV. He is a farf. He actually is on three three ballots, but it's not uh, just outside. What's, that, so what's that
2: word you use? What?
0: It's a farf. He's a fighter also receiving a vote. He's a farf.
2: Did you make that up or is that a thing?
0: <laughs> no, all the kids are saying it. All the kids are saying it. It's on, it, was, it was trending yesterday on Twitter. Two things were, two things were trending yesterday. Uh, hashtag RIP Twitter and hashtag FARV.
1: I have, I think I have Derek Lewis ranked below everybody.
0: I already have, I have him at 11 right now. Ooh, wow. He's already outside of the Mike Heck top
2: 10. Where is he oh on my personal my. rankings? Yeah, let's my check. Personal I gotta check this I per,
0: my personal rankings, he is yeah. number
2: nine. Yeah, my you have him at
0: nine. Okay, so you have him lower than the consent. So I must have him. I probably have him still. Who has him? A, must really Here, you, him have I must have, a, him, have yeah, him up there. I have him six.
2: I have him six. Damon, yeah, I see Damon also has him six. So we got him up there. Yeah, I be- hated I hated the Sergei stoppage, but it happened. All uh, right, that's so how it is. It is what yeah. it is. To the questions. Let's go to the peeps. Uh, um. Let's go ahead and just talk about this just a little more, because I think that's really the, what's really at stake for this, ooh, whoops, at stake for this entire card. <laughs> I know mm-hmm. we kind of mentioned it, but I don't know. I feel like yeah. we go a little bit more. God dang it, what happened here?
1: Everything I mean, on. that was that was pretty much the question I presented to AK um, t- to have his fights matter. Like I, he has a name and like Dan Hooker, his fights still matter, even though he was on the schneid beating Dan
2: Hooker has a lot of value. I don't, I don't know. know if like his fights do matter because Lewis ha- his fights do matter because, like you said, if Spivak wins, we, we're kind we he kind of see him as a top 10 player. So I would think the fight matters because of that
1: i'm not saying right but what i'm saying is if Derek hooker. loses this fight to if Derek loses tomorrow and gets run over and stopped does he still hold that same value now getting stopped three fights in a row four out of five and now sergey smivak at the top of that list is it still I the think, same impact
2: yeah he's just that he's that gatekeeper he's that top i don't know top we'll call him that top 10 gatekeeper he's the he's the nil Magni of the heavyweight division i don't know the guy's just kind of always around, and um, we, we'll, we doubt we'll ever see him fight for a title or win a title, or maybe not even ever be a number one contender. But if you want to be a contender, you got to be Derek Lewis. And Derek Lewis is only 37, which for heavyweight years—is that right, 37, Derek Lewis? Yeah, right? he's 38 yeah. in February. Yeah, so Derek Lewis, you know, unless his body fails him or he just wants to move on, um, I can see Derek Lewis, you know, sticking around for another four or five years. So, uh well, yeah, in I the think, comments I
0: think said, Lewis has never lost in Las Vegas."
2: I was going to talk about that, and the this is true. He, the fact that he's at the A- has he lost at the Apex ever? Well, like, like, he's, okay, he's, he's never, never lost, lost Las Vegas. Vegas yeah, so he's never never I lost. I think Barclouz so, yeah. fights better the Apex. I think that small cage is very beneficial to that's, him. I think having no crowd, relatively very little amount of media to do. You know what they they do they do media for 15 minutes at the media day and that's basically it there's no Mm -hmm. like real press he does the same amount of media that you know whatever the one of the 15 fighters they bring out there you know so there's nothing like really heavy amount of um promotional promotional work he has to do for apex cards so um i think this is um good for Derek lewis but back to this question Uh, because he
0: meant it when he said he meant it when he said like he hated fighting in houston like he hated like not just not, you know not just doing all the media but everything being centered around him. Oh, Derek Lewis story and he and like he 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 said after I hate that.
2: I, like, He's not joking when he says like I hated I, fighting at home and being everyone like he did not like it at all. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we, not, he because he, he's one of those fighters. He's very he's very honest about like I'm not into this for like I want to be known as the greatest heavyweight ever. Like that's my legacy. He's like paychecks, 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 and. Fighting the apex in front of six people, he gets paid the same amount of money as fighting in front of fifteen thousand people who are all screaming his name. So, and I think Derek is just he enjoys that apex approach to fighting much better. Um, yeah. So uh, back to but, yeah. sorry we we kind of.
1: Derek's no matter what happens, Derek's for the most part still the A side in all yeah. Derek Lewis fights. And it doesn't matter who he fights. So will he still be okay in the long run? Of course he will, Mm because Derek Lewis is fighting, and that's all people care about. Him being on the poster, they're just like, oh, Derek Lewis is fighting, and it could be against anybody. Will it have the same meritocratic oomph beating Derek Lewis? Maybe, maybe not, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter, because Derek fighting anybody still gets people talking, still generates interest, and that's all he needs. He's beyond titles. He's beyond rankings. He's beyond all of that. He's just... Derek Lewis, the balls are hot guy that everybody loves. And that's, that's really all that matters for him. Even if he wins, he's still the same guy. He's still so far away from fighting for a belt. But again, with a guy like that, it does not matter. It doesn't matter.
0: He's, he's a long ways away from where Chase Sherman is right now, let me put it this way, just being thrown into mid-main card fights with Wando, Waldo Cortez Acosta. He, that, that is like not what's next for Derek Lewis, even if he loses. No. It's a long way.
2: Ago. Let me put it this way. Derek, the guy that just beat Derek Lewis, is like the fifth fight down on his next card. Sergey Pavlovich is fighting a Vaza, but he's not even near the main event on that card. And Derek Lewis is still main event after getting after getting knocked out.
1: I thought that was yeah. a co-main event of that card.
2: I thought Dos Anjos Barbarina is a co- the. But either way, he's not main eventing. His card not main is eventing. this. The uh, Orlando card. Uh, I don't know if the lineup's finalized, but, yeah, I thought thought RDA I, – I
0: don't know if the lineup's finalized, but
1: – Yeah, they did move it around. Shocking.
2: Yeah, so that's what that's I mean. Good like, that's good for Ty. So Derek, Derek Lewis is still a bigger name getting knocked out than the guy that – that Pavlich knocked him out in like 30 – in a minute. You know, it was just um, – yeah, so even if Spivak wins, like Derek Lewis still might headline – the next card, next Apex card, and serving and spitback might while moving up in the rankings might still be just another heavyweight. So,
0: uh, I I don't know if you're going to pull this one up, Casey, but just someone asked while we were answering that is Derek Lewis a Hall of Famer? Oh, no question, no. Oh, questions. absolutely. U, UFC leaves, um, Dana White loves him. Um, he's fought, he's fought for the UFC title three undisputed once, undisputed once, interim once. So two two uh, UFC title fights. He holds a bunch of records. He holds uh, the
2: record, the most important record, probably in most the UFC. Knockouts in, a, most in knockouts. any division, not just heavyweight. Yeah, most knockouts. Period. Thirteen that's, knockouts. That's, the that's most like knockouts. The re- How can you not be in the UFC Hall of Fame yeah. and have that record? That's like this is true. Yeah, uh,
0: second in yeah. wins behind Arlovsky. Uh way, way behind Orlovsky. Arlovski is just ahead of everyone that's a by a mile. Story. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but uh, third most UFC appearances behind
2: Mir and Arlovsky. Uh Hot tip. Third Carol, most like, UFC long, appearances. Right. That's wild that's I, actually and, that, that uh, one that one kind of surprised me like yeah
0: third most a uh, ufc heavyweight heavyweight, yeah, heavyweight. heavyweight. Either appearance
2: either way yeah yeah um but uh yeah and, and again even beyond
0: the stats it's just a memorable personality it's just a guy who when we think of the ufc from this era of the ufc he is one of the faces and just like people you will think of that's i mean that's that's a definition of hall of fame right so yeah.
2: anyway. i always i always kind of am amazed that a, a promotion like bellator had Derek lewis and he lost in Bellator. He's a Bellator washout, and yet they somehow let him go. Like they couldn't see that that star, that star power in him, even in a loss. But Derek Lewis, obviously, when he came to the UFC, he did get a win in his first fight. So I guess that helped. Like who knows if he would have lost his first UFC fight? Maybe everything's different. But hmm. all right. Uh, la 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 la. Ah, oh. just uh
1: uh i mean if i didn't give me hours of content to get through this dumbass work week you guys hey thanks
0: Addison. <laughs> you're very it's welcome an it's
2: an honor you guys you
0: guys help us get through our work week so it's like it's mutual man yes our dumbass work
2: week or just regular our dumb- work week? well i mean i Let's love our no, work no, no, week no, no, but no 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 we have we have a regular ass work week not dumb like regular ass yeah Regular ass. <laughs> we are we, we yeah, for- you guys. <laughs>
1: it's a smart <laughs> smart ass work week yeah smart ass work uh, week
2: i like this comment yeah. i think this is Mara Renato's, um, Burner account.
1: Will the polar bear chill the beast's bones or will the heat from bones <laughs> melt the polar bear's habitat?
2: I appreciate that.
1: Uh the latter The latter's <laughs> my pick. There'll be will there, be uh, there'll be more melting than chilling, I think.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying that out loud. I'm not <laughs> Lewis is gonna win, okay? To answer your question, sir. Lewis is
2: gonna win. Um oh I I completely forgot that you guys were so um excited about uh what's his name? Ricky what's his name? Ricky what? Tercios. Ricky yeah, Tercios. But can we talk about <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah. Look, I I answered this in the in the comments. Uh sorry, there uh, Alex Lawson. Do you remember Ricky's fight, dude are on throwing Hadoukins instead of fighting? Yeah, imagine if he had hit one of those Hadoukens though. It would have been over. Uh, that's that's automatic KO. So you know it's, it's, you know he couldn't get his, his his chi right you know it wasn't it wasn't quite as as spectacular fireballs as as you would like to be but uh I saw Carlos Carlos Newton used to well actually not mid fight he would do it after the fight he would do the, the kamehameha but whatever L- listen it's a it's a technique he's got to work on it maybe this time will be more refined we'll see i support shooting fireballs in the in the octagon so
1: i'm Ooh. trying to i have to pull this up cuz i knew it was i knew it was just just flabbergasting numbers so ricky t- Ricky Tercios's last fight, his only UFC fight... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, his fight yeah, against Aiden yeah Yeah, after
0: Ultimate
1: fighter. Yeah, He was 20 spin of 235 mm-hmm. in strikes. Did
2: mm-hmm. Say it again. I'm that
1: sorry. is... <laughs> say it again. He I... lan- 27 of 235 Huh. were his strike numbers. 27 of 235. That mm-hmm. is... Like, that's got to a, be a record. That's eleven percent. That's eleven you know percent.
0: No, he lost. Okay, he lost the fight. I was like, "How's like, he lost?" He <laughs> lost a very clear decision. Okay. Uh, Eamon, is Eamon, jealous of those numbers right now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Eamon amen landed twice as many strikes and threw hundred and twenty less. He was yeah. fifty-four of 105 You know what
0: though, Mike? Anybody could do that though. It was a crazy fight. It was such you a know how hard fight. it is. You know how hard it is to throw over two hundred and thirty strikes and only land like twenty something. That's hard. Like it's hard to do. Like, the, your, like the energy it would take the, and the mental like <laughs> confidence. Anybody? Oh, if I if I was like, if I, let's say I was fighting Casey and I'm like tuning Casey up. Yeah, I'd be very confident throwing. But if I'm like hitting air, I'm just probably gonna give up. You know, who's not gonna give up? Ricky is not gonna give up. All right, <laughs> he's like he's like. You know what? I'm I'm, I'm twenty am I'm twenty for uh, two hundred and twenty. But you know what? Next, I'm gonna if I I'm gonna land. I gotta throw ten more strikes to land ten more strikes. So I'm just gonna keep throwing. So I'm I'm more impressed by that than anything.
2: Yeah. Round of applause for Ricky He's Not giving up. Don't give <laughs> up. Keep throwing. Keep, Keep throwing. throwing. Yeah.
1: I'm, I, listen,
2: I'm interested in seeing. I, this I one. really thought I misheard you when you said that number, <laughs> Mike. I was like, No, no, you must be talking no, about. No, I'm else.
1: not. <laughs> I knew. Yeah, I knew his fight. Like th- there was a crazy statistic in that one. Yeah, he landed uh, in his other fight. He threw 291 in his other fight, AK, against... Uh, on this Contender Series fight. He was 110 of 291 against Boston Salmon. That's amazing. Right. Pretty... Uh, and he landed 100 against Brady Highstand. Yeah. 100 of 171. 58% in that fight, AK. So he could do it.
2: That's by a 1,000 cuts, guys. <laughs> by by <a> 1,000 cuts. 1,000 <laughs> near cuts that misses. I <laughs> mean... <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, he's, a fu- he,
1: he's, a, he's a fun dude Him winning is No
2: he, he is a fun dude That was just a weird yeah. fight these, these things happen
0: yeah. in MMA um, Omar Omar M says Y'all never played Street Fighter before Spam buttons Build that special meter For the big Hadouken Yeah he's just building up A super meter guys He's building up a super meter And the fights are too short Wait till he's in a five rounder Then he shoots the, he'll shoot a fully charged fireball In the fourth and fifth He just hasn't had enough time
2: This is really yeah. the
0: problem
2: yeah. um, you are selling us all okay i love it let's um bounce on this card slightly real quick and let's um i want to give a shout out to uh, you can read the question real quick
1: i know you guys poo-pooed this idea but if both casey and oscar keep winning their fights as a generous fan i would love to see two popular mma media guys fight does that make me feel hard does that make me horrible yeah you're a terrible <laughs> human being scott yes <laughs> i
2: appreciate no, you like a seatbelt in your um avatar that's nice that's safe, safety I, first
0: uh I I, I mean I, I don't you know you've probably been around Oscar more than I have. Casey, obviously we we've all, we've all, we all know Oscar. He's a great guy. Uh you are you guys in the same you're taller than you're quite he's, a bit taller than him, aren't you? He's he? fighting
2: at he's fighting at 55 he said and Okay, I, and that's I, where you want to fight at, right? Yeah, I yeah, that is where I, I can make 55. Um oh. but I, I just want to give a shout out Oscar. but more about Oscar Willis of our our um friendly rival the Mac Life. He is fighting mm. tonight in his first amateur bout in Las Vegas so um good luck to him i uh, can't make it out there but um i did help him train for this fight so scott i'm not gonna i can't fight a training partner um we had some good sparring grounds i um and uh where are we in phoenix in phoenix we we worked together so uh i i, I helped him give him that mental fortitude to get this victory tonight so uh uh, I don't know how, I don't know how you can watch the fight I don't know if it's streamed or what but he is fighting and I think uh, maybe a tough enough card in um, it is. Las Vegas he has
0: a he has a Wikipedia uh, sorry excuse me Oscar Wallace officially has a topology page by the way he has. He is fighting Jeremiah Benavidez as you said Casey at a tough enough show uh, I will check now I'm gonna I'll do a little research right here see if we can figure out if this is airing anywhere um, I know tough enough is usually pretty good about getting clips out so if something crazy happens they'll probably get out pretty quickly um, but yeah, that's exciting. The Galaxy Ballroom at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Yeah.
2: So originally there were supposed to be, uh, two other media members too, but I think because of injuries and you know, other circumstances couldn't make the fight. Kenny, uh, Kenny Johnson from, what? Uh, Kenny yeah, he, fighting? Oh my God. Uh, he's, no, he's not fighting. He's not fighting. He's he fighting. was going to. Yeah, he was yeah. going to, but, um, uh. And Dan Tom from MMA Junkie, I think injuries, uh, yeah, back I saw that, injuries, yeah. had, they had to pull out because of the fight. Yeah. I mean, pull out uh, the fight, pull out the fight because of the injury. But, mm-hmm. um, but our boy Oscar made it. He's there, so um, God, it's exciting. Wishing him, wishing him good, th- wishing good things for him. That, that rules. But he's tough, yeah, Like we, we, had we had some good rounds. He had some good rounds. He he's he he had a mean he had a mean right overhand. I was like, all right, I had to, wa- I had to watch out for that. It was
0: me. Casey, the, 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 the scouting, the scouting. Oh, the guys, yeah, Jeremiah. Jeremiah his,
2: his it. it low, his, his low single is like dangerous. Watch out. There you go. There it is. He, he, was, he kept I heard he's like, an like,
1: excellent foot foot stomper, Jeremiah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an excellent <laughs> foot
2: stomper.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, doo, doo,
2: doo, doo, doo. What else do we got here? Um us take like, like one or two more. If we have them. We, uh, where'd he go? Where'd he go? I lost it. I lost it
1: we do have a people's pre-fight show tomorrow at twelve thirty p.m eastern so we'll have just a whole block of time dedicated to your questions
2: all right um of course there is more than one ultimate there's there's more than just ultimate fighting this weekend so maybe quickly okay are there any other mma this weekend to watch
1: it's bellator it's best card of the weekend ufc bellator one uh bellator is the best card because yeah, of the two title fights. Yeah, ch- ch-
2: yeah. Check out, you don't need if check out the prelims if you want to, on Bellator, but definitely check out the main card. Definitely check out the top two fights. Um if you're going to watch if you're going to watch any two fights this weekend, honestly, it's the two title fights for Bellator. But uh, as far as a whole card, I still recommend the UFC card if you're picking in particular fights, Bellator. Yeah. And was yeah. Shinya Yoki fighting too on 1?
0: Is he He is on 1 tomorrow the Saturday card, yeah. So yeah. the card tomorrow. Yeah. I always huh? like watching Shinya um yes uh, by the time some people might listen to this on saturday on the podcast network uh so by that time that happens you will you will know what have hap- what had happened in those uh pedal fights and you can go back in time and tell us uh whether we were right but yeah bell looks like a good car co- daniel Weichels, holy crap he's still he's still going at it eh yeah yeah there is 42, 42 and 13 so let me do 450 this is 56th pro fight
2: that's he's a fighting, an, he's a real he's
0: fighting an eleven and 0 guy. He's been fighting since 2002, 20 years. Congratulations, Daniel! Oh, I call him twenty years. My, my, Casey, you're you're on your way. You're on I'm your on way now. Yeah,
2: <laughs> just chipping yeah. away at it. I just want someone put this up. Scott, give me a call. I will jump on a plane and go to Tokyo. I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> I would send me a send That'll me a the contract. Real thing. Send me a contract and and get and. and, and and book me against some overweight comedian that wants to fight in, um, Rising. I'll yes, take, yeah,
0: comedian it. slash pro
2: wrestler. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would love to fight. Uh, yeah, I'm all down for that, that those type of fights right now in in Bellator, in Bellator Rising. Oh, in a ring with knees on the ground and soccer kicks. Woo! Lovely, lovely.
1: All right, all right. I think we're good.
2: <laughs> Anything All else? right,
1: Anything else? so. Yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good. Uh, yeah, Bellator card going down later on. We'll see you tomorrow. 12.30 p.m. Eastern. Yes, early start time MMA. That makes everything better. Prelims at 1 p.m. Eastern. Main card at 4 p.m. Eastern. We'll have our post-fight show right after. And then I already warned our onto the Next One listeners on Heck of a Morning. Get your matchmaking picks in pretty quickly after UFC Vegas 65 because AK and I are probably going to record onto the next one. On Saturday night, all right? So until then, for Casey, for AK, I am Mike Heck. Enjoy Bellator, and we'll see you tomorrow.
2: You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network.